Test one, two. Yeah, my input's great. I just can't hear you for some reason. <clears throat> oh, there Test. you are. There you are. What did you do? I didn't do anything. Did you hit the... Seriously? Yeah, no. nothing. But you need to raise your... On your box, maybe? Raise your gain? I need to raise my gain. It's fine. Seriously? Mm -hmm. so I mean, it sounds good. It sounds good to me. Okay. Test one. It's good. Let's do it. Presence boost. Hold on a second. How about that? Does that sound better? Test one, two. It's not so much a sound, how it sounds, it's how it shows up on that thing. Hello. Oh, this will work. Lucky here. Hello, guys. What's happening? Look at this. Oh, Joel and Olivia. Joel and Olivia. I'm going to point out first from the start, just the image that they're presenting is a thousand times better. It's more professional Ooh. than anything. Yeah. I'm on this green screen where you got hats on. What? Yeah, seriously, I have my unmade bed He's in his behind bedroom. me. This year, <laughs> it's, like, it's like my bed. It's all good. You guys, you guys have really made us happy today by just hanging out with us. And like, like seriously. I said to you, Joel, in just kind of reaching out to you, like that's what this, that's what our podcast is. It's kind of hanging out and and just having a conversation. There's nothing super polished about it. We'll do some stuff in the okay. post production, but it's just really a conversation. And just um, we're just really, really delighted to yep. to talk to you. So I'm curious, where where do you guys live? We're in Southern California. Oh, nice. Where exactly? We're in Fontana, San Bernardino County. Fontana, uh -huh. yeah, the 909. Mm -hmm. That's right. So what took you to Southern California? Well, from Arkansas, like, we moved to Sacramento. My dad's a pastor, so we, he he pastored a church in Sacramento for 30 years, and then I moved to Southern California for college in the early 90s. And then I've been here. And then my family of five, me and my wife and our three kids, uh, Olivia's our oldest, uh, we moved to Fontana to help start a church in 2018. So that's what brought us to Fontana. Well, that's fantastic. So, I, so I'm curious, Joel, what is it about your thinking that would, that would want to motivate your family to go and to be a part of something like that? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, in 2003 or four, my wife and I didn't have kids and we, we landed at a church called Church in the Valley, which was in Diamond Bar. And uh, just the experience that we had there with uh, the uh, teaching of, you know, the gospel, but also building of healthy families, watching people that had kids or that kids were raised. And I'm like, how did their kids turn out like that? And just really learning how to do marriage and life together. I was like, man. If we could be a part of uh, impacting the next generation in a different area for that, I think that's worth yeah, that's worth the cost of our lives. So that was really it. And then we were in West Covina. We lived in on the edge of LA County at the time when we were part of the Diamond Bar Church. And you know, uh, yeah. we weren't ready when we first moved. We didn't want to ever leave that church. And and really, the, and my wife will say it too. The only reason we did is because it made sense. There was an opportunity and God got us to the point where we got really excited about it because, um, we could replicate that in a new area yeah. and be what people out here, what that church was to us, you know? So yeah, Olivia, what's your, what's your life like now? Like what's going yeah, on in seriously. your life? 
you know, how old are you? What do you like doing? What makes you happy? You know, helping dad with some things that was such a cool part of, of what you're doing, but what else is going on? So I turned 17 on February 8th. Um, and so like a year where I'm thinking about college stuff, but the church plant has really been, I think a good experience for me. It's just been cool to plug in and, you know, meet new people. And me and my friend Katie, who's the pastor's daughter, we're like really close friends. And so we've been able to like, you know, meet new teenage girls that are our age and, you know, invite them to student ministry. And we have some that have been coming around. They're a little younger. Some of them, one of them's our age, but it's been good to just, you know, meet new people and connect with them and then uh, this is like the city where I'm like I've learned how to drive and so I, you know I have my license yeah. it's got a job like down the street from our house so it, it's a nice good exciting yeah well, and you're and and you're the fir- and you're the firstborn right Olivia I have two brothers nice nice the lead dog so okay so for for our listeners who might who might not know and I'm captivated by it right that there is a character that you do on Instagram that celebrates the beauty of donuts. Now, again, I just, I, I, I'm captivated by it. Tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about how that, why, and how did it come about this kind of this, this alter ego of someone who just is delighting in, is it a little bit of like an Arkansas throwback uh, with a little bit of SoCal donut King? Like talk to me. Well, yeah, Tavin's from Arkansas. That's where he lives. So my character that I do. So for sure, it's Arkansas. And then, um, you know, in 2020, when it started to take off on TikTok, uh, the Tavin videos, I thought, you, I, you know, people that do social media often, you figure out what your content is. And I was like, maybe I'll do Donut Fridays. Like every Friday, I'll talk about Donut. Well, it never really caught on. And so I just kind of pivoted from that. But then uh, I, I brought it. I started doing it again in the last, I think last summer or late last summer. And every Wednesday we kind of start turning out uh, donut videos and then talking about having talks about their, um, you know, all the benefits, you know, you get from eating a donut, <laughs> yeah. different kinds of donuts. And it just, it just resonated. Those are definitely the most circulated videos right now that we do are, are all the donut ones. So, so how long has Tavin existed? 2006 was the first 2006 okay no yeah and she was six months old when i started whoa on, on youtube and so it was, so it, why so yeah. why 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 do what motivated you what motivated you to get into that space to begin with where i'm getting a sense joel and olivia i'm getting a sense which i totally dig that there's a level of intentionality in your home whether it be for where you're living to how you think about your summers to actually like how the the donut conversation really does talk a little bit about it, it talks about the desires it talks about things we enjoy it ta- it it's it's such this really great trojan horse to talk about things so how did how did the level you're like oh i think i want to start moving into this space what what motivated you to all that Joel well, I've always liked to entertain, and then um, mm. I went to grad school for film production. But I wasn't, I, you know, I'd act in my own stuff, and I liked acting. But I realized quickly I don't really want to act in other people's stories for the most part, and that was just a deliberate, intentional choice too. I, I didn't get a theatrical agent in LA. I do have a commercial agent. I've been in TV commercials, but I didn't really want to do, um, you know, somebody else's sitcom, somebody else's movie. I have been in a buddy's movie, you know, another friend from grad school. He had a feature film that he put me in years ago. 
and stuff like that. You know, if it happens organically, it makes sense, but I'm not trying to hit the ground every day doing auditions and waiting for a phone call. I was like, I'd rather create the stories, write the narrative and play to my strengths. And my strengths are acting and writing. And so I really try, I, you know, if you look at my on my social media stuff, it's not highly edited. In fact, I, I rarely edit. It's mostly straight to camera in one take. Mm. And, wow. and anymore, you know, it's nine to 20 seconds. That's kind of the attention right now. So, you know, they're not necessarily long, but you try to still have a beginning, middle and end. And um, so that's kind of how it's gone. It, you know, it started with three to five minute videos on YouTube from 2006 to 2019. And they, there so there was cool. very little growth. You know, 2006 to 2009, there was growth on YouTube and it was the early days of YouTube. And then from nine to 19, 2009, that, that decade was pretty much just, I was just out of sheer determination and enjoyment. I would still turn out consistent videos to, you know, in obscurity, essentially. Um, I mean, there were some things, there was, there was a little bit of money generated and I, I did a couple, uh, tours, you know, live comedy tours in 2012 and 2018 okay. as Tavin, but, um, it wasn't until TikTok in 2020 that things kind of accelerated. So, so a quick, a quick side note, if I can ask this real quick, Joe, this, I'm actually asking this for you, for, for you, Joe. Is there's a quick side note? So yeah, I'm gonna ask you this for you. So not yeah. not I don't think a lot of people know that on the side of church life, Joe is in search of that Hollywood gold. So he is he's auditioning <laughs> and he's doing the thing you said, auditioning, no, waiting for the no, call. No, so no, do you have no, advice no. for Joe how he no, could land no, some no, gigs? No, I don't think it's happened it, yet, no, but I you can tell by his personality. He's, right he's really not, close. Listen. Stop it. I want your dream to come true. Rush is captivated by the California idea. The guy came (laughs) out one time, blew his mind. He's like, what is this place? How could could this place be? I went to to Avila Beach and Pismo Beach. That's that's where I was for the most part. He's literally eating a breakfast burrito and he's like, where, how can this place exist? I I like to meet no, no, listen, you know how this goes, right? It's like when, when you're here in California, that the industry, the industry is everywhere. And so there are just opportunities to be able to do either ads or other things or whatever. And I have remarkably beautiful, stunning children. And during COVID, during COVID, you know, during COVID, they weren't matching families for commercials and stuff. So they would, uh, they would actually have your own family doing it. So yeah. I, we would jump in and do auditions and whatnot. And my daughter and I, we like to, we, we like to do stuff every once in a while. And my, and my greatest claim to fame, I've only done one. My greatest claim to fame is that I got, I got casted for a Gav, a, a Garmin watch commercial. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this active thing or whatever. And my part was guy sitting on couch. So Ooh. I literally was the before guy. Who needed the watch to get off the couch? <laughs> the couch oh, to 5K. Man. I thought I was going to be like the yoga instructor or whatever. Anyway, all that being said, as, apart from all of that, I am interested in when you talk about the joy of creating and the joy of entertaining. Yes. Describe describe that for me a little bit. I don't think a lot of our listeners get a sense yeah. of how someone can have joy in so many different vocations. And what is it, what is it in the way in which that God's created you brings you joy to entertain and to create? Can you describe that for a little bit? Well, it, it, there is something energizing about it. Now, I, I, I don't want to dismiss it and make it sound like it's not work. It's definitely 
it's definitely work and 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 part of it with the social media stuff is people I, I get the sense sometimes they're like I've got this idea and it's funny and if they don't get a response right away they take their ball and go home because first of all it's not making them money and they've got to work and the other thing is it's like uh, you know the understanding of like I think I'm talented and they very well may be but are you willing to wait a decade before anybody else agrees with you and and often it doesn't make sense to do that. And I, I don't think it's wrong to, to pivot if it, but for me, I was able to um, continue to grind it out, you know, for uh, as long as I did around the things that really mattered, you know, my family and ministry jobs that paid. Um, but I mean, you make sacrifices, you sleep less or you, you know, you do a lot of different things. Um, and there are seasons I could do that. I'm at the age now where I, I can't afford to sleep less for, for very, very long of a season. There, there's times where you have to do it, but, um, yeah. So I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, but it, it is, it is through all of that. What, what's the, what's the joy, what's the joy that, that keeps you going to create, um, and, and to be able to, to do that. What, what is it? What's the, uh, what's the desire and the payoff for you? Well, I have a very, uh, committed father. So I watched him growing up where it's like, you know, commitments aren't inconvenience are two different things. Commitments aren't necessarily convenient. So if you decide to do something, you get up and you do it. And regardless of people's responses or reactions, that's how I kept doing it is I made a decision when I uploaded the first tavern, uh, to do it every week for a year to see how it goes you know, regardless. And then over that year, I got an audience. I ended up going 82 or 83 weeks. And then when sponsors started showing up, then, then there's even more motivation because that's, Oh, this actually could generate income. So part of it is like, I, I want to be someone who keeps my word. So if I commit to doing something, I'm going to do it. And if it, but it, it, with business, you do have to, there's some improv where you have to listen to your audience and you also I would check in with mentors and people and my wife over the years. I'm like, is this, am I missing something? Should I not be? And often people that I really trust would say, no, I think it makes sense. Keep going. I'm like, okay. I mean, I got it in me to keep going, but is it wise? Am I neglecting something that's more valuable by yeah, keeping good steward, good stewardship of your time yeah. or yeah. So, yeah. And, and welcoming and welcoming feedback and the community to go, Hey, am I, Hey, does this make sense? Am I crazy here? And for others to say, no, you're on the right track. Keep going. That's encouraging, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. And then with the audience, I, the last couple of years when the audience really grew, it's listening to things that really turn into money. Like, I want to see this on a t-shirt. And I'm like, do they though? And then enough people say, I want to see this on a t-shirt. And all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're, it's this give and take. Like I, I put something out there, people hang on to it and they're like more of this and like, you know, more donuts or whatever. And you, you figure out how to to do that. So okay, sidebar. Do you have t-shirts? Oh yeah, yeah. That's you a do? big that that's Tavin's. Before this year, that was Tavin's main source of income. Now it's um, personal greetings, uh, which I did. I didn't think to promote those, and a friend of mine asked me how oh, I promote yeah. them. So so yeah, between personal greetings and merchandise, that's that's um, a significant income for us right now. Nice. Oh, that's cool. I'm gonna get so me a T-shirt. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. We, we're gonna get some T-shirts. Um, I was thinking while you were talking about the about just the the 
the process and the consistency. I, I've done some work in, uh, and I continue to do some work in publishing and books and things. And through that whole creative process, one of the cool things has been seeing some of my kids pick up on some of that. And, uh, you know, a 14 year old son just this past school year uh, through one of the, the homeschool things they were doing, you know, started writing some short stories. And then actually my oldest, uh, Hannah, who is 18, she's she's always been from the moment she was born into books and really started then thinking more about publishing avenues in, in terms of work that she could do or what degree she would be. And so I wanted to ask Olivia kind of, you know, you mo you're your whole life or maybe six months with the exception of six months have, have kind of had this kind of creative yeah, the ecosystem, uh, flavor, yeah. ecosystem environment to it with, uh, with the videos and, and Tavin and, and all the rest and, and the film company. And I wonder how that has influenced you or how maybe it's shaping the way you view your future, or maybe you have a totally different plan. You know, if you think about what your life, you think your life will be like over the next 10 years, what are the things you really love to do or pursue? No, I definitely have an interest in like film. And like, I think I did before, like I started the channel, I mean, started helping him with the channel. Cause like sometimes I would, if when he was using his camera, I would like set focus or whatever. Like I didn't do big things, but like, it was definitely interesting. And then I do like enjoy making videos just for fun. I don't like put them out there. Yeah. Or anything, uh -huh. But I, I've always um, enjoyed just doing videos for fun. So I could definitely see that being a career for me one day. Yeah. Something have you thought about next steps in terms of whether you'll try to just you know pursue the line of work or you, will you pair that with uh with college you know a film program or something else or you know what are your thoughts about that yeah i don't know i'm still trying to figure out like you know how that's all gonna work um yeah. but if i do like go to college um i'd probably get like a business degree maybe because if i continue to help him with that you know i could there may be something in there, you know, that I could use to help him with that. If I get a business degree, so that could be something. And then I haven't looked at like film classes or anything like that, but probably this year sometime I should. <laughs> well, you're getting a, you're getting a great education right right there with what you're doing, you know. Yeah, no so that's, joke. that's huge. Not many people yeah. get that. Yeah, with the arts, I, it's it, you don't need a degree. So you know, that's something we've talked about. It's like yeah. my kids are under no pressure to go to college. You know, it's it's really like. Use wisdom, use discernment. We're not going to go into debt for it. So if we can't afford it, then there's trade schools or other things, and so, and that's I think. What are what are some of the what are some of the core values that you have as a family when it comes to relationship? If 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 you're having this conduit or or a context to be able to share and to craft and candidly just to enjoy, right? To have something to be able to do together. What are some of the core values that that you that you want to um, celebrate, to craft, to enjoy together? Say the hard attitudes. Do you want to mention a couple of those? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So a couple of the hard attitudes that, like you know, me and my brothers have grown up, and like a lot of like our friends too. You know, it's like putting the goals and interests of others above our own, um, living an open and honest life before others. I'm trying to think of more. Clearing up. Yes, clearing up relationships, um, participating in the ministry. So what she's talking about, like the, the hard attitudes are, are attitudes that our actual church body commits to. And so it quickly becomes something that becomes part of our, the fabric of our home. So the clearing up of relationships, when you blow it, you don't just sweep it under the rug. You actually, you know, and I've had to do this and Olivia can probably attest to it over the years. 
since she was a little girl, looking my kids in the eye and say, you know what, dad was too harsh with you. Will you forgive me? And, and making sure that our our relationships are, are open and on, and then living an open and honest life before God and others, putting uh, the interest of others above your own. That's a big one. You know, like, okay, I know you want this and your goals are being blocked. Uh, what's the other person thinking and how can we figure this out? You know, if you've got more than one person in your house and we've got five, it's a daily thing. And so those, those are some that really help, uh, help us navigate our home life and relationships. Well, when you talk about, when you talk about enjoyment, what, as you guys think as a family together, where, where would you love, where would you love to, to be in the next five to 10 years uh, as a family within your craft? What, what is it that, um, yeah, that, that you would hope for? It's a good question. I mean, my, my concern is very, it's less about, I, you know, guys specifically, but people in general, especially in our culture, there's a lot of focus on career and career success, which really means, you know, you're making money doing what you like to do. And that's a big push and, you know, everywhere. And that's okay. And I'm grateful that I am able to generate income now off my craft. But I remember when I wasn't as much, but I would look at everything else and I'm like, if, if this is the only thing that doesn't hit, which is like making money off this craft, I, I'm okay because, you know, the other things are right. I don't have a trail of like broken relationships. I didn't neglect my family for a career. I didn't the value of a clear conscience. Yeah. My, va- my, my marriage is intact and, and thriving. Uh, and that's because you have to be intentional. These things don't just happen. Yeah. Parenting doesn't have every season of life with my kids. I'm like, I, I knew how to parent a four-year-old and then they became seven and then they became 13. Uh-huh, yeah. So uh-huh. it, it, they all take specific attention and boys are different than girls. And so, you know, it's like mm-hmm. for me in five years, I've raised kids that fear God. Mm-hmm. And sorry. No, it's fine. It's good. It's precious. I mean, uh, that that is the win. I don't care what they do as long as they're you know fearing god and and trusting him i have no expectations i I mean they can all be plumbers if that's what they want to do or they can whatever but uh you know if you don't if you don't have that connection and that relationship with god because through that you you actually have power and strength to bless other people and actually impact your neighborhood your city, your state, your country, and the world. And that, and and it's an, without that connection to God, a lot of time is wasted grinding the wheels. So I have no, I have no desire. I would, I mean, there's definitely, I I would love to get a movie made and I would love to, you know, to get the book published and that's great. But if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to live in regret. And that's why I take swings you know, I wrote a manuscript for a book, so yeah, I did the work. And if nobody wants to yeah. publish it, well, all I can do at the end of the day is like, well, I, I won't die thinking, what would happen if I'd written that book? I know, nothing happened. <laughs> or yeah. the screenplay. And then, the, you know, the next thing is films. That's what I've always wanted to do is make a feature like movies. So it, I, I, I'll be taking a swing toward a step on that, I think, this year. Um, so that stuff's great, but it's not it's not my life. It's not most of me. You know, it's not the main thing. And Olivia, you don't, you, I think you know this and you don't need me to say it to you, 
but what a fantastic inheritance. There's no greater inheritance for you and your family, your siblings to be given than what we just heard, because that is not common and it's not easy to come by and it's not easy. I can tell you from my own struggles and Joe would say the same. It's not easy to walk that out in this current cultural moment in the challenges and pressures of just normal parental life as there's lots of pressures to provide and make good choices and so many other temptations to pull us away. And so Olivia, you're in a, you're in a fantastic seat next to him. And, and I just can't imagine what a blessing that will be to you in your, in your life to, to walk out uh, in your family. It's so, it's so, it's so remarkable. I tell you what, I tell you what, Hey, you know what I did, you know, obviously we never know uh, what a conversation could bring. And I tell you what, today you have brought uh, just a real uh, refreshing and kind and kind expression of how to think with intentionality, with a goal of enjoying life under the Lordship of Christ in every avenue and, uh, and to do that in the context of family and relationships and to share that. Yeah. So thanks so much for sharing that with us today and, yeah. for, and for all of your days and, uh, and uh, what you have going on. For you to spend some time with us is just really generous because honestly, man, it's just been a real blessing. But guys, thank you so much for spending spending your time with us. I know that you have a lot of other things that you could be doing, and it's really been a huge inspiration and encouragement. I genuinely mean that. This is exactly what I, I hoped we would all gain is just this time together. And so we really, Joe and I really appreciate it. Awesome. Dude, I have so much admiration for creative people. Just to see the way that, I mean, that caught me off guard. I didn't expect that. I, oh, I yeah. don't, you oh, know, yeah. context yeah. and for him to like to be talking about what matters to him. And then he, he just kind of breaks into tears and, and it was just, it man, was, to see his heart come out. What an example. It was, it was amazing to me how, again, when you have a level of intention, it's so interesting. People try to place intentionality in order to create, yeah. in order to find purpose that they think that intentionality is going to unlock something, but really it's just the opposite. It's your worldview. It's your worldview that then gives priority and direction to the intentionality of your days because you want to steward and invest what you, what you believe. And, and then the, the perseverance in that is not motivated out of gain. It's motivated out of love. On top of it, what 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 a consistent seventeen years, seventeen years working at this same kind of thing up and down, and having the, the you know, obviously his commitment to his family and to the Lord is what kept him focused through those times. It seems, but to see the way it's just been blessed that it's not it's not either or that the Lord gave him both. Super cool. And I tell you what, I didn't, I didn't, again, I didn't see it in the beginning. I would, you, you never know how these conversations are going to go. Right. And, uh, and the, and the fact that that kind of surprise and opportunity that just kind of blossomed out of it, it just goes to prove that 
just in ordinary conversation where it's not, it doesn't feel like you have to be something or you have to say something that you just, you just are able to be and to enjoy and allow a moment to think and to speak and to talk together in real conversation allows all of us to be able to, to learn. And I think that's, uh, that's just been a real great reminder. And honestly, like, I don't, I'm so excited about, about whoever's like our next, I know. Uh, our next conversation, which really... we have a couple lined up and I, I, I know it's, uh, I can't, yeah, and I can't wait cool. for other people to other people to hear what we've been, what we've been hearing and receiving. And I don't know if this yeah, is true hopefully for it's you. Encouragement to them. It's really driving along my interest in people. I had an interest in people, but now it's like peaking and that's a huge blessing already from the time that we've been doing it so it's just yeah it's good gift yeah upon it's good gift that we keep getting up picking up here it's cool it's cool well hey man I'll, I'll i'll see you the next time i gotta speaking of people i gotta get to i'm, I'm literally going to get a breakfast burrito right now at least please mm. send me a picture of it. always i can always. live vicariously all right homie so, i'll see you later thanks man see ya bye-bye well, that's it for today. Our next episode is going to be released one week from today. So make sure to check us out anywhere you get your podcast. And if you could, rate the podcast. We'd love to be able to share what we enjoy with as many people as possible. So we appreciate it. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. Love.